Hi, and welcome to the Movement Diaries, a no-holds-barred podcast where we'll unpack all things exercise and movement within the world of the no-pain, no-gain fitness culture. Hosted by me, movement coach Jordana Edelstein, we'll dive into why exercise has notoriously become all about self-punishment, fixing what's wrong with how your body looks, and burning off last night's pizza rather than simply feeling good and strong in your own skin. Let's have some honest, candid conversations about how to shift the all-or-nothing mindset around fitness and reclaim movement and exercise as a way to feel capable, confident, and empowered in your own body and mind. Ready to break the rules of exercise with me? Let's get started. Hey friends, today is episode 66 of the Movement Diaries, and it is just me, your host, Jordan Edelstein. Um, and today I wanted to talk about what is coaching? And I guess even more specifically, but maybe not, what is nutrition coaching? Because I'll be honest, like I, in all the years that I did diets and saw nutritionists, I never heard of a nutrition coach. And it was really only in the last few years that I kind of became familiar with this idea. And so it kind of occurred to me that if that was true for me, it's probably true for a lot of people listening. Like, well, what is a nutrition coach? How is that different than anything else I've done? So I thought I would like talk about that, talk about my experience being like a coachee, being coached, and what I do now as a coach. And I have a business coach also. So I've had a nutrition coach, I have a business coach. And what's interesting is I see so many overlaps in those two realms, because coaching is coaching is coaching. The subject matter being coached, whether it's food or movement or business or whatever else, stress, will vary. But the techniques of coaching and what coaching is, this is the same if you're working with a really good coach. And that is coaching is about creating space for someone and collaborating with them and helping them figure out what they want to do. It's not about what the coach wants for that person or what the coach believes is right. It's about the coach creating space and using different tools and techniques and asking questions and listening. It is so much listening to what their client is saying, what they're needing, what they're struggling with. And again, holding the space and asking the questions and using specific tools to help them make a decision about what the next choices for them. That's going to lead them towards where they want to go. And it's not about it being a right choice or a wrong choice. It's about what's the best choice for you. And that may move you, every choice you make is going to move you closer to your goal, even though it might not seem like it, right? Because some choices are going to turn out and you're going to feel like that was a failure. That was wrong. I shouldn't have done that. But in those instances, there's so much learning in that. And again, My job as a coach is to help you see the learning and reflect and pull as much out of every choice that you make as possible so that it then informs the next thing that you do. Um, And this is different, obviously, than like going on a diet. (laughs) Like, I mean, do I really have to explain why this is different? But um, I will because a diet is a set of rules. It's a rigid kind of fixed thing that you follow, right? You follow a diet. You don't follow coaching. Coaching is like a living, breathing, evolving relationship and dynamic that is always meeting you, the client, where you are at. A diet doesn't meet you where you are at. You meet the diet where the diet is at, right? You follow the rules of the diet. 
And so that is why, like, that's one of the huge differences. And it's so funny. I wrote a post about this on Instagram today saying, um, it's not, the diet is the problem. You're not the problem. Um, because diets and that approach to food and weight loss does not, is completely disconnected and is a total mismatch from how we actually function as human beings. It's kind of fascinating, actually, like how this even evolved to be such a billion dollar industry when industry, when it's so disconnected from who we are and the way we actually operate as human beings. But I guess that's why because you're, it's going to make you keep coming back for more. The thing is never going to work and you keep going back for more with promises of happiness and a smaller body and less weight on the scale and smaller clothing sizes and use six pack abs and all these things that they tell you will make you happy. And then you are miserable in the process of getting there. Maybe you get there, maybe you don't, but either way, you're definitely not happier. Um, and I think everyone who's ever done a diet can agree with that because you do the diet Maybe you lose weight and so you lose the weight and you get to like whatever your quote goal weight was. Are you thrilled with your body? Are you loving it? Are you saying to yourself, "Mm, maybe just five pounds more. Mm, I don't like how my stomach looks or "Mm, I don't like how my shoulders look or "Mm, I'm really fucking hungry all the time now. And then because you haven't actually learned anything about yourself, you eventually go back to all the habits you've done before and you regain the weight. And then you're like, oh crap, I did it again. I didn't work hard enough. I didn't, I wasn't motivated enough. I messed up. It's not you. It's the diet. That's kind of on my mind today because I was just writing about it, but it totally fits in with this because coaching teaches you skills. A diet teaches you to follow rules and coaching teaches you skills. You learn skills. What are skills? Skills are, how do I choose foods that nourish, satisfy, and satiate me? What is the difference between a protein, carb, and a fat? And what foods are what? In what combinations do those foods work best for me? What foods do I actually like? If you're someone like me who dieted chronically for 20 years, you pretty much forget what you actually like or you completely ignore it. And you have to kind of relearn to eat foods that you like. I can't even think of an example off the top of my head, but like... Maybe a regular slice of bread instead of like the sandwich thin. If you love sandwich thins, great. But if you're choosing the sandwich thin because it's the option, it's the diet option you're always used to, you know, that's like a different story. Um, Skills like relearning hunger and fullness cues, how to eat when you're hungry, not starving, how to stop eating when you're full, not stuffed. And what are the differences between those things? How to figure out when you're emotionally eating how to figure out you get the urge to eat at eight o'clock every night. Are you actually hungry or is it a craving? How do you figure that out? And what the hell do you do about it? These are skills. And like any skill that you learn, whether it's playing an instrument or riding a bike, or if you like to write or you paint or whatever skill it is, it takes practice and it takes time, practice and time, practice and time. And that is what coaching is about, is creating space for you to learn these skills and give you the support and the tools to do them and then helping you figure out how to practice them over a long period of time. And that is what progress looks like, right? As you start to get better at that skill and these things become easier and you start to notice your choices are shifting and changing and you're feeling better. And that's what it's about. And that is very different than following the rules of a diet. Um, And so for me, that's what was so transformational about coaching and when I first went to a coach, it was 100% to lose weight and it was macro coaching. So it was 
getting my um, daily allotment of calories in the forms of how many proteins, carbs, and fats. And I do do some macro work with my clients, depending. It's very individualized if that's a good fit or not and what your goals are and what your history is and very subjective. Um, But it was very strict, like, these are your macros and you need to follow them. So in that way, it was very diet focused. But as I kind of went down that path, the coach was not just a macro coach. Like he really did help me with a lot of behavioral things. And one of the biggest things I learned was the difference between consistency and perfection. Consistency is super important. When you are trying to make a change in your life, doing the skills that lead you towards that goal consistently, it matters. But that's not the same thing as being perfect, as doing it every day, all the time, every single time you have the opportunity to do it, you do the thing. That's perfection. That is not consistency. I like to think of consistency and consistency really does become subjective, like depending on the context. But generally speaking, I think of consistency as being doing the thing, whatever it is, most of the days, most of the time, right? Most of the days becomes relative and subjective. Um, But that is generally the idea. Not all of the days, all of the times, most, right? Most. And that was a game changer for me. Because it gave me space to like live, right? That's what started to kind of pull me out of like the rigid, very strict rule following of a diet and even against those macro numbers and pull me into a place where I started to learn how to make choices based on what I wanted. That was the beginning of me building self-trust with food. And then that journey continued over a long period of time. And I ended up changing coaches um, along the way for someone who ultimately was a much better fit for me and now who I absolutely consider to be like one of my mentors. Um, And I, it's just, I didn't know this existed, right? I, like I said, I've been on lots of diets and I've seen nutritionists and the nutritionists that I saw were wonderful and at the time helpful, but I also look back and it's so funny because I have an email folder in my Gmail labeled nutritionists. And I am, I can actually, I can't click on it right now. I'm afraid to click out of my recording website because I don't want to disconnect this. But I was looking at it recently. I have emails going back to um, late 2000s, like around 2010. I have emails saved in there where I was reading them. And wow, it made me really uncomfortable. And it made me really sad. Like I felt so bad for it's like the past me that went through that and felt that way. Like literally one of the emails I talk about, like being afraid of eating carbs. Like this is how bad it was for me. Um, and I know that so many of you can relate and it was just mind blowing, like to see how far I've come. And yes, that was a really long time ago. Um, but it's just, and, and the dialogue and the back and forth in there, and this is not to say this is true of all nutritionists. This was just my experience, right? There are plenty of wonderful nutritionists out there, um, who absolutely have a coaching aspect to their work with people. Um, this is not like a, an either or, or someone's better, someone's worse. Um, I'm just, this is really me just explaining about what my experience was being coached and what I do to coach people. Um, So, you know, just looking back at those emails, it was very just about like what to eat and, you know, choosing specific foods and, and protein and like, yeah, proteins, carbs, and fats, that was all there, but very much with like a diet mindset. And I was trying to lose weight at the time. Like that's what, that's what it was about. Um, 
but there wasn't really anything around like the self-trust piece or any, it wasn't, there was no addressing like any of the deeper underlying stuff, right? What I notice with a lot of women that come to me with a weight loss goal and we start working together and as we start our work together, we start uncovering all these things and they start getting introspective and I'm asking questions that they weren't necessarily expecting and getting them thinking about things about, you know, how are they thinking about food and how do they feel around food and why are they choosing certain things and why do they think they have these behaviors around food and and why does it feel like this food's a trigger food or I go out to eat with friends and I feel out of control, all these different scenarios. And then as we make progress with that and the confidence builds around food, the weight loss goal kind of becomes very secondary. And that, again, is a huge part of coaching um, is helping people really address the underlying challenges around food and why they're choosing certain foods and why their behavior is the way it is. And then what they can do about it to feel better, right? Because they realize, people realize this happened to me, that it was like my behavior around food and how I felt around food, which was shitty, was actually what was making me really unhappy. It wasn't actually like my weight and what my body looked like, but I didn't realize that. I couldn't like consciously say that that didn't come together for me until I was working with a coach. And I see that happen for a lot of women. And it's, it's, it's fascinating. And it's amazing because we just, we think that the external stuff, right? The physical piece of it is the answer. And so many times it's not. And coaching creates space to learn all of this and understand it and a place to kind of sort through it all so that you're not stuck having to rely on a miserable diet to lose 15 pounds thinking that that is going to fix everything that's wrong in your life, that you're going to be a happier person and a better partner and a better mom and whatever all the roles that you, whatever you are, daughter, friend, sister, whoever, um, it, le- it, it helps facilitate the change internally versus externally. And it's hard work. It takes a long time. It is not an eight-week thing. Um, it is months and months and months, many months for some people, sometimes even years of making that progress. But as you make these changes, right, they are permanent. They are there for life. You are building skills that you can use and you can come back to over and over and over again. And the skills get easier with time and it's easier to implement and you do them more automatically without having to think so hard. And that's kind of the process. Um, and for me, it was just been, such just like unexpected, you know? And then I was like, this is, this is so needed. This type of support is, there's a huge gaping hole in what's being offered out there. And I'm trying to fill it, not fill the entire hole, but fill my little tiny corner of the internet hole. And so I just felt like it was really um, helpful to explain a little bit about what my experience was and what I do for people, um, because I don't feel like it's super common. I don't know that you really like hear about like what what is a nutrition coach. And honestly, it's so much more than just nutrition, but it's like, I don't know, what's the word that you put in front of it? Is it wellness? Yes, but I don't know. That doesn't feel that accurate. So if you have any ideas for names, send them over, um, you know. So that that's really it. I just wanted to share that because it was such, this was such a transformation in my own life personally. 
And I love doing this work. I've said this before, but um, I feel like I'm doing the work that I was put on this planet to do. And it took me a while to get here, but I did. And I'm so grateful. And I continue to learn and invest. And right now I'm doing um, a mentorship um, with a woman who has a PhD and has been coaching for many, many years. So I can continue, can, can continue to develop my own coaching skills um, because I just like... I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. So um, if you have any questions about coaching, reach out, send me a DM on Instagram or email me. Um, and if you're interested in working together, if this has been like, oh, that sounds like something I really need, I'll leave a link in the show notes and you can click a link to set up a free discovery call where we talk about what's going on with you, what you need support with, and how coaching could help you kind of more specifically, like really addressing what you have going on. So that's it. That's episode 66 and more soon. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Movement Diaries. If you love this episode or are enjoying this podcast, I'd be so grateful if you left a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you want more information or want to learn more about me, or anything I offer, you can check me out on Instagram. My handle is just my first name and my last name, Jordana Adelstein. Website is the same thing. I have lots of free classes and tutorials, and I'm always sharing. I'm on Instagram pretty much every day, sharing what's going on in my life and how to make movement and exercise a more joyful part of your routine. Again, thanks so much for listening. Have a great day.